childhood? Rougher than yours. Daddy left before I was born. Daddy left before I was conceived. Ever had a cigarette put out on your skin? Where else do you put one out? I was molested. Me too. Uncle. Uncles. They took turns. I watched my own birthday party through the keyhole of a locked closet, which also happens to be your my... bedroom. Lucky, I slept in a dishwasher box. <gasps> you had a dishwasher. I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the superverse. <laughs> Okay, we've made it to this milestone. I would definitely call it a milestone. For like superhero movies or for Ryan Reynolds? Well, for both. For both. And then in another way, for for Ryan Reynolds' superhero movie career. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our third Rai Rai yeah. film. No, fourth. What was the third one? Blade Trinity. Right. X-Men Origins Wolverine, oh. Green Lantern, and now this. And as we've noted in every single That's episode true. that we've done with the Rai Rai movie, uh, he was having just nothing but bad luck. Nothing but it. He was batting Not this zero. One. And it finally came around for him. A beloved film. Yeah, absolutely beloved. Uh, and I do think it was. it's a major paradigm shift for comic book movies because before this there were r-rated ones but they were you know like blade well blade yes i okay so that kind of undercuts my point but that's fair (laughs) because i was gonna say like when i think like r-rated superhero movies they tended to be like more like the, the highbrow like graphic novel stuff like sin city and movies like that because those are seen like as more adult watchmen watchmen very uh, gritty yeah and like although like you have the dark knight which is dark in a different way i I know it's not r-rated i'm just saying that it's a dark movie but this is like naughty yeah well that's what i think is different like this is an r-rated movie that's not r-rated because it's not disagreeing with you here because it's dark and violent but it's because this is like who deadpool is but the violence is on another level oh yeah Absolutely. I had to look away. For me, this is like the kind of violence that's like so like it's like comically over the top. Like I'm not I don't do well with gore when it's like a horror movie. Like Like torture porn. Really gross because it's so deliberate. But this is just like, yeah, see he shoots six people in the head at the same time. I'm like, all right. I feel like I've probably said that about I, I feel like we watched another movie that was Blade. Yeah. Well, it's not like going to give me nightmares or anything, but well, it's, just gross. it's just sometimes, yeah, I'm like, okay, we've, we've gone over the line intentionally and I'm at the line. Actually, I'm, I'm in the back. I'm crossing the finish line. I'll be looking through this line between my fingers. Not even that. Like, that's what I do when I watch something scary. I'm just like, this isn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Not the movie on a whole, but just some of the... More horrific gore. parts. I feel like the second movie is even worse. Well, I think the part that I like the least is like the more torture porny part, yeah. which is like when he's being experimented on. And that is kind of, that like, is definitely horrible. That is actually disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not played up. Right. For, well, it is, stuff, but it's not, you know. The other stuff I'm like, fine. But that stuff I was like, no, I'm yeah. out. Yeah, it gets I'm pretty out. gnarly. Thanks. 
it does this movie does get like pretty dark and i i kind of forget that just because of how ridiculous 90 percent of it is i kind of forgot some of the nuances of the movie it's been a while i saw deadpool 2 not that long ago yeah we we rewatched that that must have been just before we started the podcast maybe but i was getting things a little muddled mostly with the vanessa plot and getting it mixed up with the next movie and kind of conflating it with other movies well this movie is like the plot is really simple like this is like very much like he's just going after ajax and then the second movie like kicks it up so much that much I, more I complicated. Yeah, I even found myself being like, "Well, like, did so and so do this in this movie?" Or, and yeah, it hasn't been long enough for me to. Justify I like that. simple. I like a nice simple origin story. One mission. I like the the way the story is told a lot. Yeah. Um, like jumping back and forth to present day, and then being like, "Well, this is what you missed last time on Deadpool." Like that kind of. Oh, absolutely. Stuff. I really thought that worked. Yeah, so I I just think, yeah, this movie does, like, so much that I feel like now people have maybe a little bit uh, come, like, down on Ryan Reynolds' shtick. Because I think in a way, like, he has carried Deadpool into, like, the brand has become synonymous like, that's what kind of what it feels like to me is like people like associate him like as Deadpool and like Ryan Reynolds as a person and in his other movies that he's doing now, like kind of carries like that, that it's, like yeah wittiness, like self-aware vibe. And but like I'm to a bad me, person. Right. But I'm goofy about it. Uh, but I, I still think like this movie does a really good job of making it. It's I can see why someone would get sick of it, but like this movie still holds up to me. In my opinion. Oh, definitely. Like, it, it hasn't, like, dulled the sheen. I, I still think they did, like... I mean, I'll talk about how much work, like, went into making this movie. But, like, I think you can tell. Like, a shitty Deadpool movie could have been made by, like, anybody. Doing it as kind of, like, a self-referential, like, offhand. Like, we don't care about this. I'm a gritty comic book hero. But, like, these guys, like, actually... Like, Ryan Reynolds, of course. And then the writers... I think, like, they really understood, like, what they were trying the to do. The assignment. Yeah, they did understand the assignment. Um, yeah. I will say, just as a, an aside, I feel like you get more of the real Ryan Reynolds in his show, Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah, for sure. With uh, Rob McElhaney. Yeah, don't forget about him. Because it's so yeah, funny. Yeah, it's really time. Rob's show. Yeah. And Ryan's uh, feature. Ryan makes cameos in a handful of episodes. But yeah, so, yeah, if you want to see... Uh, a more genuine RR Rai Rai. Check that out for sure. But yeah, it's kind of, it's almost disappointing to not, like we're never going to get Ryan Reynolds acting like in another movie other than like this character he is now. I hope. Like we're not going to get another proposal, you know? Yeah. The proposal. Yeah. We're never going to get another Just Friends. Maybe... Maybe after the superhero fad is over, we'll enter another rom-com, like, rom-com renaissance. Even this like last movie, he was in this ghost one with Will Ferrell. It was a Christmas mm-hmm. film. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. Um, he's like himself. Yeah, he, that's that's the thing like that free guy. He's he's doing yeah, the freed. rock. He's doing the rocks thing. But and, like the Ryan Reynolds. 
but yeah, like more where of a you're, pebble. You're not seeing <laughs> that's good. Like you're not going to see like Ryan Reynolds play a character. You're like, I'm gonna go see this because Ryan Reynolds is in it. But like we his... used not like he was like, you know, a character actor, but he used to be more of like an actor. <laughs> yeah, well I think Deadpool like is responsible for this. Yes, I know. Yeah, like absolutely. Like yeah, he was never like a an artiste actor for sure. But like he did the rom coms and he did movies like uh Buried and um the voices where he is like a cannibal or something. And like, these like, yeah, he's not just playing this, this role, but you know what? I think he's happier for it after his, uh, tribulations and a great, a great many tribulations. There were yeah trials and tribulations. So lots of trials. I want to, I want to talk about like the process. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the process of Deadpool. Because, as we just mentioned, we watched a movie that came out seven years before this one that had Deadpool in it, played by Ryan Reynolds. What? Um, but it was bad. His lips so, were sewn shut. Yes, because he wouldn't shut up, which got a lot of questions about the decision making there, which I'm sure we asked during that episode. But the Deadpool started being worked on in 2004 after Blade Trinity, like... Ryan Reynolds wanted to do it. Right. He read that in the comics, uh, a character referred to Deadpool as a mix. Oh, Ryan Reynolds crossed with a Sharpay. The dog, a Sharpay, if you're unfamiliar. Looks like that. Um, and he was like, all right, I got to do it. A new line executive thought Ryan Reynolds was the only actor suitable for it and like really pushed it forward. But they had some rights issues with with Fox because they were mid X-Men trilogy. So they didn't do anything, but Ryan Reynolds kept after it. So that's how he ended up in X-Men origins Wolverine. This is literally the rock story with black Adam. Yes. So this is, yeah, this is if, if the rock hadn't, if you made a good movie instead of black Adam, not to mention all the studio bullshit. So they were like, had claimed that, Deadpool would be like set up for his own movies after X-Men Origins Wolverine, which I guess they did a post credit scene where he's like not dead, Still alive. but nobody wanted to go see that shit. But they like right after that movie came out, they started working on Deadpool movie itself and they were just going to ignore what happened in X-Men Origins Wolverine and just move on. The script writers that did do the actual script for the finished product were hired in 2010 and stayed on the entire time. They rewrote the script every year so I could keep it fresh. Worked really closely with, with Rai Rai. Um, Robert Rodriguez. Has this ever happened before? What's that? Where a character plays, or an actor plays a character in a movie and then brings back the same character in like a new version of the movie. I want to say yes, because I feel like I've read like about like a similar, a similar thing. But, but like, I, the same actor? Yeah, now I'm wondering if it's, like, a similar... Mm, I don't know. It's It feels unique. Because I don't, I don't think it's that often that you find, like, an actor that has such a drive for, like, one specific character. Like, this is, like... He was, like, unrelenting. And when I think of something similar, I don't know. There's, there's things that have happened that are, like, clearly not the actor's pushing for it like michael keaton played the same 
Michael Keaton is a good example. Well, what are you thinking of when when I said it? Well, I mean, Birdman is kind of a ref, but also he's about to be in The Flash as Michael Keaton's Batman, and that's like a new movie, same actor doing... But they're like literally referencing the old movie yeah like they're not referencing the old movie here right and i don't think michael keaton was the one to approach the studio i don't even mean that like i don't care about the background i just meant like has this actually happened before we're an actor um well he played a character that was in out of sight the steven soderbergh movie that was um based on a elmore leonard book and then played the same character in Jackie Brown, a Quentin Tarantino movie also based on an Elmore Letter book. So I find that interesting because I'm like, how did that happen? Yeah, but like, that's like I don't shared, even know which... shared universe, right? Yeah, but like not intentionally. Like that was not, you know, this is this is the 90s. Like no one was really thinking about it's it like It's like Jay that. and Silent Bob. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but... Anyway, like, I, I think we've think gone on too much of our we side. We've rambled. This was definitely like Ryan Reynolds, like foot on the gas. Like I'm going to get this done. And you know, it just like kept like churning through different directors and people would like come and go and they just like couldn't get anyone to like agree to it. But Tim Miller, who directed it was hired in 2011. Green Lantern also came out in 2011 and Fox was like, Hmm, maybe we don't want you to do this movie because your brand has been poisoned. Yeah. I'm surprised Ryan Reynolds even signed on to do Green Lantern if he was, like, in the midst of, like, getting, trying to, I mean, he didn't know when Deadpool would eventually be made, but, like, I'm sure they were thinking, like, this is our year. This is our year. Right. I mean, it is shocking. Because, well, they are different, you know, they're DC versus Marvel. Marvel. So I guess it's different. but, um, But back then, how confusing. I know. So they were, like, not only were they concerned because Green Lantern had bombed, but they were also like, are we going to release like an R-rated superhero movie? Like, what's the audience for right. this? And they kept going back and forth. And eventually they were like, okay, like, no, we're not. Yeah. We can't do this. PC-13. Especially with like all of the like sweet, wholesome Marvel stuff happening. Right. Like it could not be more different. Um, they did like this test footage that Fox was like, no, we're not going to green light it after seeing it. Um, but after like the Avengers came out, they were like, even like less, they are like, maybe we'll do right. like a team up movie and he can be in it. But they're like, too no. family friendly. Uh, and then like, it's so funny. They were like at different times, like James Cameron and David Fincher, like read the script and like went to Fox and were like, hey, like you should really do this. And the craziest thing, which I didn't even know about this. The test footage that they did leaked online in 2014 and no one knows who did it? And that September, that's when Fox was like... Was it just Ryan Reynolds? Well, he I don't he so. doesn't say it is, but... so doesn't like, say it isn't. Within months, they like greenlit it, gave it a release date. Greenlit it? Yeah. With a lantern? <laughs> did you not get where yes. I was going with that? <laughs> it took me a sec, which is embarrassing. Uh, Ryan Reynolds thought someone at Fox leaked it. So they were like, okay... Clearly, people are receptive to this. You can make it, but we're not going to give you very much of a budget. Like, yeah. you'll get... They got $58 million. It did okay with that. It made, like, $750 million. <laughs> um, but it's just... And that, that test footage is on YouTube. I want to watch it. Um, 
And yeah, so they, they managed to get it done, but they had to cut the script by nine pages because of the budget. Cable was supposed to be in it, but they pushed him to the second one. And my favorite fun fact I think that I saw is, is Cable that, the Josh Brolin character? Yeah. Um, the bit at the end where Deadpool's like, I forgot my ammo bag. They did that for budget cuts because they're like, we can't have an expensive gunfight at the end of the movie. Just, <laughs> just let it go. That's funny. It was great. Cause like I would have believed it either way. Well, he like, like makes references to it. Yeah. Well, of course the line where what you're saying is when he's like at the, the mansion, he's like, Oh funny. Like I only ever see you two around here. That was like ad libbed by Ryan Reynolds. Like the day of all the set wasn't in the script. And that was apparently the um, head chairman of Fox's favorite line in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I had a note about that. But my notes start with the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. The credits. I love them. <laughs> They're very good. They're, They're very like, good. I didn't remember this. So if you don't remember, it's like that guy from that movie you know or a evil british guy like yeah. it's just like their stereotype as the credit not their name yeah and there's like there's like some references they have a little green lantern they have a couple of green lantern jokes yeah. in there never said out loud all of the green lantern bits i think are just visual yeah like there's like a card and then there's something else Later, they do. It, they definitely do it more in the second movie, um, like directly referencing Green Lantern. I also it's it's like written by the real heroes. Uh, I think there was like the time or no, not time, <laughs> just people, sexiest man alive. People. People. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds cover. Can you imagine if Time I did saw the that. sexiest man? <laughs> yeah, they'd probably put Putin on. Well, they put him on as most influential person. As, and they did that for Hitler, so good job, time. I guess they're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, I do do love that. Uh, and also, we get our favorite character, Dopinder. I forgot about him. <laughs> I forgot about a lot of the nuances of this movie. Oh, yeah, movie. all the side characters. Loved it. Yeah, I forgot about the woman he lives with who's blind. Blind Al. And we talked about this when we were watching... But I think just about everybody in the supporting cast is now coming back for the third one. Even, um, why did I just fucking forget her name? Why did I just forget his girlfriend's name? What's her name? Vanessa? Vanessa, yeah. I thought I was wrong for a second. I was like thinking no, about Daredevil. It's definitely Vanessa because when we were getting ready to watch, I was like, oh, Vanessa's in it. Like, and I was thinking of the actress that plays Vanessa in Daredevil, but it was, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, different, different actress, but she is coming back. That's Which, good. when we watched it, they were still in talks about it. It sounded like she wanted to get more money, so I think they could shell out over at Disney. Um, so yeah, that means Dopinder, Blind Al, Vanessa, they're all coming back. I think Colossus is coming back. The well, same what one. else is he doing? Well, I thought it was interesting that the Colossus from the X-Men trilogy, who's admittedly barely in it, I think he was like only in the third one, they like offered him to like come back for this, and he was like, no. I'm like, why? <laughs> why not, man? Yeah, it's a different actor. Yeah, yeah, no relation at all. I'm like, but that guy, I think they even offered him to do like, if not like play the character fully to do like motion capture. I'm like, why would you say no to that? He's like, um, Easy money model looking 
right? The original one? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's exciting because I really like that. Honestly, like we never really need to get like the full X-Men cast. They have like a, more of a joke about it in the second movie. And obviously there are, are more mutants in the second one. But I liked There's having There's a whole like, team. This, yeah. I like having this little corner. Yeah. You know, this Colossus is great. Megasonic Teenage Warhead is great. A big fan. Um, for such a low budget, this first like scene, this first car chase uh, fight scene is epic. I love it. Yeah. I swear to God, this is where most of the money went. Because I remember distinctly when this movie was being promoted, because it was definitely like the trailers for this would have been coming out around the same time as the trailers for Captain America Civil War and Batman versus Superman. Obviously, like, the big marquee movies for both studios. And then the trailers for Deadpool, they were good, but they were, like, 99% this scene, like, on the bridge. Right. And I remember, like, seeing, like, promo pictures for it, and I'm like, this entire movie takes place on a fucking highway overpass. And I, I have a feeling that they just, like, put a lot of effort and money into this, and they were like, get it done first and put it in all the marketing. We got a coast on it. Yeah. This was also supposed to have, like, it was supposed to end in a motorcycle chase scene. And then... They oh, right, because he gets on a motorcycle. Yeah, and they didn't have the money for that. So they just let him go. <laughs> Which also, I feel like, resulted in, like, a very funny scene. I think that just shows you, like, these Marvel movies that are kind of getting out of control, like, could be pulled back. Yeah, they're bloated. Big time. Yeah, and they're losing, like the stuff that could really make it a qual film. Yeah. Cause I think it was a writing duo that did this and they said like the budget cuts helped us like focus the movie. Yeah. Like, we streamlined it. We, we figured out like you get like more jokes per minute basically. Like, yeah, it's, it's tight and they, all the big studios right now could definitely take a couple minutes. Even if it's not, like, jokes, like, we definitely don't need, like, that Marvel humor for, like, two hours. But, like, they could be doing, like, interesting plot things. Agreed. I also think, like, I my when I think of movie budgets, like, my brain is still skewed. Like, I don't think of $58 million as a low sum of money. But I know it is for superhero movies, like, significantly. But I think they... Uh, that could also be a note taken. You know, there's there's no reason why movies like Shazam or Black Adam should have, you know, $200 million budgets. Right. We don't, not everything needs to be functioning like that. And a lot of this stuff was impractically. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. Like, the suit looks well, so good. he had a, that was another Green Lantern rap about yeah. not having a. No animated. Suit, yeah. And apparently uh, when they were presented with the finished suit, Ryan Reynolds and uh, one of the writers or maybe the director like wept. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> and it does look good. Apparently it's a pain in the ass to get in and out of. Well, that and to do like CGI with. Oh, because like, it's like, moving so much. It's like actually. And the material apparently like. Like, trapped, like, a lot of dirt and shit, so there yeah. it was always something. It's very textured, you yeah. can tell. But it looks good. Um, also, who doesn't love a bullet countdown? Correct. Very I mean, graphic. I can't, I can't but... think of that many other bullet countdowns, but I do love this one. I feel like 
and maybe not a full countdown like that, but there's always like that bit of like how many you have left or like I've got seven and then you are counting in your head during the movie. And then they're like, how many do I have left? It's like, you think it's one and they're always like taunting and it's it's like, like, you feel lucky punk. Yeah. Actually with the one that came to my head was in Django where he's like, I count six shots, motherfucker. And he pulls out the other guy. He's like, I count two guns. Um, there's also a scene in the critically acclaimed television show Leverage where a character named Elliot Spencer does a bullet countdown. Classic. So. Resident- he, he doesn't like guns, though. No, he does not. Not a fan. Real Leverage fans know. <laughs> Um, and the, that's also where I had the note about the love the low budget X-Men to keep it in universe. It's like, we have to let people know that Deadpool's part of X-Men. Yes. Because there's really no need for that, those characters, other than give him a little bit more of a team. But like, they're just like, no, this is part of another thing. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what it feels like to me. I enjoy it very much because it, it doesn't like... Because it's so, it's like self aware about it, but not obnoxiously so. It doesn't reek of like a desperate attempt to like cram it into an existing universe, like for money reasons or for brand reasons, but just like as a goof. And they picked like the like two mutants that are like Colossus is such a foil for Deadpool because he's just like such a do gooder. And then Negasonic Teenage Warhead is just like (laughs) a little shit. And it's no, great. they're not. They're great. Okay. Well, they are. They are. But still. Um, I don't have a lot of questions for this movie, but I did want to know, like, kind of more of the background of what this bar is slash his job is before he becomes Deadpool. He's like <laughs> yeah. a mercenary for, like, people to hire to, like, bother people. He's like an enforcer. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, if you need me to, like, protect somebody or to intimidate somebody. Right, but, like, what is this system where, like, the bar gives him a card? Like, it feels like it's a John Wick thing where it's, like, you must get this gold card and then you know where to go to get your next assailant. But, like, it just feels so formal and, like, it's everything else is so not formal. I agree. And I also will say I have not once in the times that I've watched the movie given it a single thought. I mean, I gave it a thought during this because I was like looking for things to talk about. No, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. But like, I've just never like, like, I've always remembered the scene where he's like at the guy's house. But I don't ever remember the context. He Well, when he comes back to the bar, that's really where I had more questions about it. Because I understood like, yeah, you know, he got hired by these like teenage girls to be like blah 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 like that was all fine it was just that he like gave uh tj miller the gold card to be like okay here's like i'm cashing in now like it just that felt very john wick to me extremely john wick maybe it's and like the bar is a safe zone yeah maybe they just like john wick so they made some uh last minute changes you know i mean it's not actually something from john wick it just feels like it. no i totally agree though I'm um, sad that T.J. Miller is a piece of shit in real life. Yeah. It's a I really like him in this. He is great. I'm he, assuming uh, he's not coming back for the third one. I don't, I don't think he's coming back for anything. I think he is... I don't even remember the last time he did a movie. 
Okay, apparently he was in two movies in 2020, which is kind of surprising. He, he voiced a character in the third How to Train Your Dragon movie, but then his lines got overdubbed by somebody else. Yeah, he really fucked up his career and life. I mean, I know he's done a bunch of stuff. Like, there's, like, sexual assault things. But I also just remember he, like, called it, like, a bomb threat. Yeah, that a, was, like, a really was big that? one. And that was, like, right before uh, the second Deadpool came out. And everybody was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He was kind of like, my bad. Yeah, like, what is that? That is, a, that is This is not a my bad situation. Anyway, let's not dwell. But, yeah, but. definitely a bummer because he is very funny in this. Just, like, the way he... Yeah, I mean, he's a totally deadpan. I was first introduced to him in Silicon Valley, and I really liked him in yeah. that. No, he's a well liked guy, so that was, that is a bummer. Uh, it'll be it'll be a, a sadly missed part of the supporting cast. Um, yeah, seeing what else the uh, what other background I can find because Wikipedia for the movie just says he works as a freelance mercenary after he was dishonorably discharged from the Canadian Special Forces. Okay, I didn't know it was Canadian. That's funny. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. But um, also, why was he... What was so dishonorable about it? We don't know. We have to fill in the blanks. Are we going to find out in Deadpool 3? Shit, maybe. It sounds like it's going to be like time stuff. All the rumors say that Owen Wilson is going to be in it as his character from Loki. Mobius. Oh, right. He'll probably make a joke about it if it's... You know, not too played to death by then. I'm on the. I'm not doing that as a bit. I genuinely <laughs> think his name is Morbius. I mean, understandable. I can only keep one name <laughs> in, locked in there. <laughs> I was just trying to find out like his comic book origin. Um, I'm not I mean, I think it's that he's like a mercenary because that's like what he is in the first X Men movie that he's in. Okay, so his his backstory is just like and he's like ex military. His comics backstory is that it's just like vague. It changes all the time. No one really believes him. He was oh, a real Joker, you know what I mean? Yeah. At one point, he claimed that Loki was his dad. It says frequently they have like revelations about his backstory, and then they like retcon them or they just ignore it altogether, which is great that they could do that for for his character. I also think it's funny that. When the character was created, this dude, Rob Leefield, who's known for, like, having goofy-ass comic art. Like, he's not a very good artist, in my opinion. All of his characters are just, like, super jacked in ways that don't make any anatomical sense. Um, He, like, created this character, and the guy that wrote the Teen Titans comics was like, this is just, this is Deathstroke. Like, the character just looks like Deathstroke, and that's how... Deadpool ended up with the name Wade Wilson because it sounds like Slade Wilson who plays Deathstroke. Wow. Fun fact. Classic uh, feuding. Not even feuding. I think the, the guy that said the, the comparison like was the one that gave him that name because I just thought it was funny. Maybe if it was a more serious character, it could have been could have been trouble. I think Wade Wilson is a great name. Oh, it's yeah, it's fantastic. Better than Slade. Yeah. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> no one asked you, bitch. <laughs> Why? Why? Why did you think you needed to respond? Anyway, I'll I'll tear myself away from the backstory of all this. Just talk about the actual movie. Jeez, I have geez. some important notes to get to. 
Let's do it. Okay. Vanessa's hair. Yes. It's very rogue-esque. Extremely. And th- their relationship is supposed to take place exactly like one year. Yeah. Her hair goes from a pixie cut to like long shoulder length hair. Hair grows fast as fuck. I mean, I I believe that your hair can go pretty fast, but like it was really fast. It was. I didn't even like think about it because I, of I did course have, like, you didn't. I mean, I even had a note on like I really I thought it was so funny that they did like the holiday sex montage because what other movie is gonna do that? But yeah, I didn't didn't think about the hair. Maybe she just takes a lot of vitamins. Some biotin. Yeah. That's how it works, right? That's funny. Um, I didn't, I think it was even before this, you know, we start with like this thing on the highway and I, for some reason thought that we were like introduced to the other X-Men like so much later in the movie, but that's like first things first. It's like bouncing around. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I can't tell. Yeah. My notes are probably like a little bit out of order. Well, the storytelling is a little out of order. Yeah. Yeah, it's all over the place. Oh, one thing that I also wanted to say about the suit is that I think a big key part in like why it works so well is like the animated eyes, which are is they not... animated? Yeah, like when he uh you know, he oh, turns around yeah. and he sees well, Ajax going he's like, he's like <gasps> and like they like narrow yeah, and stuff. Right. Is that part of their CGI budget? I'm sure. Because I, you know, not, there aren't a lot of like on-screen superheroes that have done that. And it was really cool when they introduced it with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. It feels very Spider-Man. But the other Spider-Man ones, like they didn't do that. In the comics, they would like not have even them like. Andrews? No. Because they, they were like just static masks. You know, yeah. they, and they were, they had the eye cut out pieces. If I had to guess, they were like, it's too But like goofy. Tom's isn't like real. It's not real. But the way that they made it work, because like in the comics, I think a lot of the times they would just have like you have the normal like big Spider-Man eyes that would squint and move like for emoting. Right. But like you can't do that with like a fabric mask. So the way that they did it with like the lenses for Tom Holland's, I thought was such like a cool way to do it. But for this, they're just white eyes, which I guess some versions of Batman have it, too. But never one that we've seen in a movie. So pretty unique. Um, I'm already at the torture porn. I got a couple. I think I only have one. Well, I already said about the holiday sex montage, but I really out of all of them. They're all funny. I enjoyed the happy Lent. I love the Lent one. <laughs> as they sit in separate chairs reading books. I thought that was really funny. Uh, also the. Also Lent's not supposed to be happy. It, yeah. Well. What, should they have just been like Lent? <laughs> I don't know what they should have done. Uh, there's an action figure of the X Men Origins Deadpool. Is there? He, they like have it like on screen when he's like talking about. It, he's like, "This is like my prized possession," and then it's like sitting on top of the the thing that he's actually talking about. They don't say it, but yeah, it's him with the fucking gross things on his eyes and like the big claws, and then it Classic. just like falls on the floor. He's also wearing a rent T-shirt. I did not notice that. That's really <laughs> in that funny. same scene. I was like, "Why?" I thought that was funny. I didn't like catch enough of the like set pieces. Yeah, there's probably so many little bits like that that are 
really easy to miss. But uh, yeah, now I'm I'm right about here with a. What does he call her? Angrier Rosie O'Donnell. Oh yeah. <laughs> Weird that she's like in this because she's from. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, and like she has like no lines in this. Yeah, well, this must have been like. So this is Gina Carano, who now has been reduced to acting in Ben Shapiro's funded (laughs) conservative Christmas movies um, because she's an idiot. But she didn't really. Not just an idiot. Well, and a bigot. Um, Let's see. So she did this movie Haywire in 2011, which she was like the lead in that. Right. And that was a Steven Soderbergh movie. But people didn't is, really like that movie, did they? Um, the I've never seen it. The Wikipedia says, generally positive critical reception, but criticism at Gina Carano's performance. Um, because I, I don't think MMA fighters have like a great track record of getting into acting. <laughs> but I've, I think I said this about somebody else, too. John Cena? Well, no. Well, okay. Does he, John is he something Cena, different? No, I would I would count is he it MMA. But like he's no, he's wrestling. And so is The Rock. Genuinely don't know the difference. So well when I think of like wrestlers getting into acting, it makes sense because they were like already playing characters. But like for MMA That's like that's, real fighting. Yeah, like UFC. Like they're Mixed just martial arts. Yeah. Exactly. So like that's what Gina Carano did. That's also what um Ronda Rousey. Yes, and Ronda Rousey is a horrible actor. <laughs> Gina Carano for what it's worth, is a better actor than that. But, you know, she did that, and then she did Fast and Furious 6, which I don't even remember. She I don't remember her really being part in that. And then she did this. Um, and then did yeah two seasons of The Mandalorian, and then got fired. So uh, that's basically her career. So this is, yeah, this is odd. I'm kind of wondering if maybe some of her stuff got cut. Yeah, maybe. Cause she's, also, she is literally just supposed to be like the muscle. Right. She's like the, the second That's kind of like the Ajax. bit is that he's just like the talker. Yeah, yeah. He is kind of flat. Like, I thought he'd be a little bit quippier in response to Deadpool. Ajax? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get what... He's just a little too, like, surly. Right. I get what Ed, Ed Screen... Scrine, I don't know how to pronounce his name. They were probably just yeah, having him be like, um, uh, his his delivery be more more. I mean, he doesn't have and not funny because he has no soul or whatever. Right, no but feeling. still, like I get it, but they're the dynamic. I think could have been a bit better if they judged his lines up a little bit. But if that's not his character, I guess that's not his character. A little bit more biting. Yeah, I agree. Indeed. I think I saw something about him on the Wikipedia page as well. Um. I felt like, and now again, I've mentioned this movie a bunch, but I've never seen it and I never will. But that movie Ryan Reynolds was in called Buried. Is this like suffocation thing supposed to be a reference to that? It could be. It's It's dark. It's possible. When they, like, are, like, we're just going to suffocate you to see if you become a superhero. Yeah. And I'm, like, no. Have a nice weekend. Yeah, it's 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 a bummer, you know? He's, he's so flippant and fine with everything because, you know, 
What why does he have to laugh in the face of having whatever? Whatever he said, the cancer, it's only in my prostate, lungs, <laughs> lungs brain. <laughs> also, I can live without. Um, but yeah, it genuinely does make me sad when it's like, oh, now he can't, you know, have this com- comedic defense mechanism. Yeah. It's just actually really fucked up. Like these other people there, like that aren't mean yeah. like him, that like, aren't that- like fuck ups. <laughs> right. Like that other guy that is like, I just want to like see my daughter again. He's like, he's, he's fucking dead. He died. Yeah. And he had to like, we had to like watch him die. Cause he's impaled on a spike when everything else is on fire. They never really explain how like that gets out of him. He like rises from the ashes, but I'm just like, he just pulls himself off of it. I think. And then heals. I guess. Cause I think he like probably basically did die. And then, he woke up and then was like, all right, I guess I can do this I'm now. I'm back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and he does come out looking pretty gross. So, yeah, if he can heal himself, why can't he heal his, like, face and body? That's my number two question. Well, I think his genes have changed. Like, it's not, it's not like a wound to be fixed. That's just, like, what his skin is now. That's the way I think about it anyway. TJ Miller has some really funny lines when he sees him. What's your favorite one? <laughs> he says something like a blend between two things. And I'm like, that one was really funny. I should have done that as the beginning quote. I can't remember the full one, but it's like, it looked like something. So-and-so face fucked a topographic map of Utah. Yeah. And that was my favorite one. Or an avocado had sex with an even uglier avocado. <laughs> What's T.J. Miller's character's name called? Why? I can't remember. It's a... Oh, shit. Something goofy. Of course, something goofy. Weasel. T.J. Miller felt he was cast as Weasel because he looks like his superhero power is spilling mustard on his shirt. (laughs) I enjoy that immensely. And he's kind of a weasel. Indeed. No, I don't even mean T.J. Miller. I just mean just like that char- character really is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just think this is like reading about all these different characters. It's so cool. Just like I think like all the actors cared a lot. Um, the actor for Ajax did like most of his own stunts. Apparently, uh, Vanessa is a mutant in the comics and has an ability where she can duplicate another being down to the cellular level. I mean, I could definitely see her version of her coming back in the second one and not being, like, normal. Yeah. They have, like, carte blanche to do whatever, I think, with the third movie. It's going to be really fun. Also, apparently, uh, to be able to use... I think I knew this before. To use Negasonic Teenage Warhead... Um, they had to get permission from Marvel to use the character. Not sure why. Maybe the rights were always a mess because this was before Disney bought Marvel. But Tim Miller, the director, spoke to Kevin Feige and worked out a deal. So they they traded Ego, the living planet, for this. How interesting. That's Kurt Russell's character from the second Guardians movie. 
So Fox had the rights to him, and they're like, yeah, you guys can use him for Guardians if we can use Negasonic Teenage Warhead, which seems like not Weird. a not an even trade. <laughs> for which part? For just either. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't really like, make sense for Marvel. No, I'm just saying it's like it's such a, a minor character for Deadpool versus character that ended up being played as Kurt by Kurt Russell. Oh, it's yeah. a big get. Um, one of the lines, and I think this is what I'm thinking of, Freddy Krueger face-fucked a topical graphical map of Utah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, apparently, uh, the co-creator of Deadpool made a cameo appearance as a patron at Weasel's Bar, of course, alongside Stan Lee, in one of my favorite... <laughs> Cameos of his DJing at a strip club, introducing a stripper by the name of Chastity to the stage. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. I feel like my I'm at my like last few notes. Yeah, I I don't have a lot. As we said, this is a very simple movie. Whereas last week for Jonah Hex, we spent the entirety of it asking questions. <laughs> We just have all the answers now. I mean, my last note is really like just sums up the movie as a whole. It's just like I like a back-ended origin, improving costumes. Oh, wait, what? Oh, they show him improving the costume. Yeah, we get a bit of a montage. And like he's already skilled. Yeah. Because he's a vet. Like, which is great. I love when they don't have to like do that. And right. they have a, a solid excuse of like why they're good at it. Yeah, like we don't we don't need that. And some for some heroes and for some movies that works. Um, apparently, like the writers were not they didn't want to do this as an origin movie, but Ryan Reynolds did. Um, he was the he was the fighter for that. I guess they just wanted to go in probably with the assumption that people know enough about this character. I'm guessing just from reading, you know, uh, background news about like trying to get the character made and like all this stuff with X-Men origins. But I think this like played really well because they didn't do like the, it's not a normal the numbers. origin story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just really, I really just like the storytelling and the pacing. Yeah. It's great. I also like never noticed the song that plays towards the end, uh, Captain Deadpool. And it's got like lyrics and everything. And I just, I guess like when I watched it before, I just like was watching, not really listening and just thought it was like, a normal song, but I was like, no, this was written for this movie. Um, actually meant to look up the lyrics from it. Also, the last thing that I had as a note from TJ Miller's character was I'd go with you, but I don't want to. Yeah. It's so great. (laughs) I I respect this immensely. Also the, when he is hand regrowing. Oh God. So gross. And they do that like tenfold in the second movie. And it's so it's so disgusting. But again, no other character. One can do that too. be allowed to show that on screen. I just I'm so excited to see. What happens uh, with the third movie, it's going to be an absurdly long amount of time between the two, unfortunately, or between, well, the second Deadpool was only a two year gap. 
So we go from that to like a six year gap, which is a real bummer. I don't know if you heard who's in it. It's kind of a big deal. Morbius? Mobius? <laughs> uh, I'll give you a hint. He's not giant. He's huge. Huge Jack. Jacked man. man. I almost said Grant. Because Hugh Grant. Dungeons and Dragons is still fresh in my head. Huge Jackman is going to be in it. It's Huge a big deal. Yes, they made is. a joint statement about it. That was that was great. Because if you don't know, there's been a public quote unquote feud. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, feud is feud's a strong, strong term. I mean, I think that's what we would call it. Yes, I suppose so. Oh, shit. I was just about to say something about. Hugh Jackman. What? Being I'm sorry. It, what? Huge Jackman. Um, oh, yeah. I think I don't know when I would have talked about this on the pod. Maybe I didn't. But like before, I definitely expressed some reservations about the third movie. I'm excited for it. But the first two Deadpools were directed by different people. Tim Miller, who did the first movie, didn't come back to do Deadpool. He's two. like, it's too much money. I can't possibly. I. <laughs> Honestly, I can see it being like, okay, we're getting like more into like proper superhero movie territory and I'm out. I actually don't I know. I hope it why. was a mutual decision. Yeah, but now I'm there's mutual creative differences. Oh, that's not good. Which is yeah, not ideal. But the guy that did do it, he like went on to do Bullet Train. He directed Hobbs and Shaw, which was not great. I do feel like I was thinking about Bullet Train when watching this. Yeah. This first one. Well, this guy. Oh, even though. Yeah. No, yeah. No but just like the style. Yeah. Like super grotesque, super witty. Just yeah. like, yeah. Stylized. That. Yeah. Um, so the third movie, though, is going to be directed by uh, Ryan Reynolds' buddy, Sean Levy, who did oh, right. Free Guy and The Adam Project. And he also did all the... Um, Night of the oh Museums. yeah, I watched Adam Project too. Another Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Ryan Reynolds as Ryan Reynolds. So I guess they, you know what, they've like started this working relationship. Yeah, I think they have a production company together. I think they do. Um, I feel like this is gonna be kind of mean, but whatever. I feel like Brad Pitt in Bullet Train is just doing a better Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, Brad Pitt's been doing it longer. Yeah, he's like, just like a more subtle actor. He is, because like Brad and Pitt, he's so funny. Yeah, like Brad Pitt has like a knack for like playing like these like they're not like understated like on the screen, but their characterization is like very like low key. Yeah, and for, I guess he's not like a bad person. In fact, he's like I'm a good guy. He still he still he's is doing an bad assa- career assassin, but yeah, sure. But he's like gone through a lot, you sure. know. He's like getting back into the fold. He's no, agreed, agreed. But I totally agree with that sentiment. Yeah, I I think Ryan Reynolds is doing what he wants, but I also think there's there's a ceiling. Like, he can't do what Brad Pitt does for a lot of his movies. Like, I don't think Ryan Reynolds could go into a movie like Ocean's Eleven or, like... And eat an apple on screen. Or literally any food, just all the time. Yeah. But yeah, this he subtlety is not his forte. And maybe he doesn't want it to be like, maybe that is an unfair comparison. Like maybe they're not 
doing a similar thing. But to me, I feel like I just like the Brad Pitt style. Yeah. Yeah. And I love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, me too. And I, I do. I, I really hope the third movie will be good. Sean Levy just doesn't seem like uh, an action movie director. I mean, like Free Guy was pretty fun, but I think they mostly just work together because they're like friends. But I believe in him. And Ryan Reynolds has he has a he, lot he, of creative control. Yeah, and he cares a lot. Like I think it'll be good. I just hope it comes out sooner than later because Marvel's pushing all their shit back. But I'm like, come on, I want to see this one. It's gonna make what? Like you don't want to see the other ones? Uh, I would take this over a couple other ones in the pipeline. To be honest, okay, with you, we won't go see them. No, we'll skip them. <laughs> it's this Deadpool three is gonna make so much fucking money when it finally comes out. I think it's gonna make a billion dollars, and that's fifty percent because of Hugh Jackman coming back. People are going. Are to, you kidding me? Nope. I know you hate him, but people okay, are gonna go. That's nuts. not true, Griffin. Take that back. I take it back. Would you like to clarify? I don't hate what are, him. What are your feelings on Hugh Jackman? I as, think it's fun Wolverine? that he's coming in for Deadpool 3. Okay. I'm just like annoyed that people would come out specifically to see him. But do you think like, I feel like all those people are already coming to Deadpool, I guess. Yeah, but like. Like who's what then diagram is that of people that are like, I wouldn't normally go see Deadpool 3, but because Hugh Jackman's in it, I'm going to go see it. I don't know. But it's gonna catch people that have like X Men nostalgia that are like, oh, I don't keep up with comic book movies. I just think it's gonna like Deadpool two already made a billion dollars, right? But I think it's just gonna like, it's a big deal, and I think it's gonna like make a lot of money. Is it gonna bring people back to the theater? Jesus Christ! If if we go to see Deadpool three in the year of our Lord twenty twenty four, and after the trailers roll. They play a video that has the cast of Deadpool 3 sitting around a room looking like they have no souls saying thank you for being the real heroes and coming to the, to the movie theater. I will throw up because that's a real thing they did for Dungeons and Dragons. And I had a lot of questions. Didn't like it. I they also all feel like, like they were being held hostage. Well, yeah, all these celebrities that are like, why aren't people going to the theaters? Like, they're not going to the theater. <laughs> they're watching that shit at their home theater. They there. let the arc light close in Hollywood. Yeah, that was fucked. That was really so fucked up. So what are y'all doing? Yeah. That, that's why still... don't you buy some theaters? How about that? Right? That that blows my mind. Everyone Co- collective shame on every actor. Everyone that whined about it had enough money that they could have bought that theater. Robert Downey Jr. could have done it single-handedly. He wasn't and complaining. No, but he He could. doesn't even live in L.A., I don't think. But I'm just saying he could have done it. Oh, definitely. He could have done it and then be like, damn, I spent too much money and do like a 10-second cameo appearance in a Marvel movie in five years and make his money back tenfold. How much could a theater cost? Like $10? <laughs> <laughs> Got that one. <laughs> On that note, should we get out of here? I think we should. Hope you've enjoyed. Uh, this was a very fun movie to go back and revisit. Definitely do it if you haven't. Watched <laughs> we just tailspend, and I don't even know how we got there. This is what the Deadpool movie discussion deserves. It's what Ryan Reynolds would want. This is what you guys want, right? This is why you guys came. Now you get out of here. <laughs> That's me talking to camera. <laughs> if y'all weren't clear at home. While I was staring directly into the mic. It was really uncomfortable.
on that note, we, we are, are out, out of the, the superverse. superverse.